It's just about that time of the week. Time for the weekly Weebs podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite Weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. Konnichiwa, fellow weebs, and welcome to another exciting episode of Fuck You Wiki. Also, welcome back to the Weekly Weebs. You just changed up the intro. It freaked me out. I change it every single time. No, you say usually say, hey, welcome back to another weird but... I always say something different every time. Anyways, I am your host, Crimson. Uh... I've got some news for the uh, Dr. Stone fans out there. Uh, there has been a new trailer as well as announcement for Season 3 coming out. It has been greenlit. Um, it's going to be the arc called Age of Exploration, which most likely is going to be them going over the seas, sailing to new worlds and all that stuff. So I'm excited to see the at one, the aftermath of the Stone Wars. And to seeing them travel to different places outside of what we've seen already from the past couple seasons already. Uh, but enough about that for now. To the left of me, via phone, we have... Uh, Zerio Machini, back again from the third dimension. Uh, you know, I can't find my way out. How is that so dimension, by the way? It's really confusing, you know, <laughs> So Google Maps doesn't work. But, uh, you know, strangely enough, it does, but it just uses the same map as, uh, as you know, our home dimension. Interesting. So you can see where I am in relation to, you know, our world, but it's very strange. Huh. Anyway, uh, my, my heart was broken uh, uh, with the end of season one of Yashihime. Uh, season one came to a close. They had their finale, and it was really heartbreaking. Uh, but uh, good news, they announced that they're coming back to season two. It was already greenlit and it's already in production. So it'll be back, and I'm excited for it. There's no uh, release date or anything like that yet, but I'm just happy to know that it's, it's not over. Interesting. I've not watched yeah. it. I probably should, like all the other anime I need to watch. I mean, you got to watch all of Inuyasha well, you, first. Yeah, yeah, you definitely should watch Inuyasha first because uh, Yashihime it doesn't rely too much on past knowledge, but definitely helps. You, you still should just just out of respect for how good Inuyasha is. Fair enough. Wick Wicky, I bet you didn't think it was me, Zerio. You had no idea. I surprised you. Anyways, me, I... It was me, Dio. Dio. Dio Brando. You guys know who he is. Wait, you do know who he is. You've seen it. So have you. Anyways, yeah, I have a news fact coming for you from my phone that I'm going to read to you from Anime News Network. 
Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag, yeah, he's correct. We are not sponsored by them. That is an accurate statement. I'm going to go home and kill myself after <laughs> this. Via sleep or via in general? Just in general. Alright. Uh, so my news is that My Hero Academia manga enters final act with chapter 306 this week is what I read on the news. And I know there are a lot of uh, My Hero fans out there for the anime. I know the manga is pretty lit. I just... It's too much sometimes, you know? But it's kind of depressing because it's a really good show and it's going to be done. Can we talk for some real people. quick about how... All anime, like the next seasons are coming out this year, but there's also a lot of really good ones also ending this. Like, not, it, whether it's manga or shows, what are you talking also going out this year. Like, what do you mean? Black Clover's done this year. MHA just finished the manga. Demon Slayer's almost done, from what it sounds like. Black Clover's not done. It's taking a break so the manga can get farther ahead. But that, that's what I mean, like the anime-wise. It, it just seems like... Exactly. But continue. Oh, that was it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just... It's, it's done. MHA is going to be finished. I'm sad. Finished. It's just... No, it's starting the final arc. It's a shonen. It's still going to go a bunch more chapters. It didn't say it's starting the final arc. Hold up. Enters final act. Well, So it's basically an extra hundred episodes, and oh, we're not even yeah, to yeah. the end. We're well, barely we're done. done yeah, there's plenty more of My Hero Academia left. Unless there's not. Moving on. Back to you, Frenchie. As he said, I am Frenchie. Uh, my fact for this Spoiler. week in the news variety: <laughs> the. Uh, Netflix is working on a new live-action series and anime called Berserker, which is going to be starring, and I think the the movie might even be directed by Keanu Reeves. So excited. But he's going to star in it and voice the main character in the anime, which it just kind of goes to show more of how popular anime is becoming. We get the Star Wars visions. We're getting a Keanu Reeves starring anime. And I think there's a lot of cool shit that's coming out here soon. And uh, supposedly it's about to be a uh, warrior's 80,000 year struggle with fighting. A brutal epic saga about an immortal warrior's 80,000 year fight through the ages. Jesus. It just goes to show you that Keanu fucking Reeves can do anything. That man is a god. Yeah. You know he's also the writer of the Berserker comic, right? Yeah. I did not know that. I actually did know that. I yeah. saw that. Yeah. Which makes it even better. Yeah, it's, it's Keanu Reeves' own comic. Keanu Reeves is literally the coolest motherfucker on the planet. He's who every dude should strive to be. Yeah. He is every... He is the dude that everyone That's does strive to be. He's just so humble, dude. So nice, you know? You ever, you ever seen... What's that movie? The, the Replacements? That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Where he was the, the replacement quarterback. You could say he was the number two quarterback. Speaking of which, our topic for today. I don't know why. That's brain melting right there, that was, dude. Uh, that is brain melting. That is called cohesion. I'm surprised you actually knew that. <laughs> I am too. You'd be so, I'm actually getting smarter by the day. 
I'd fucking hope so. Is you dumb so your I- last IQ point was going to drop off the face of the earth. I was say, so your IQ went from seven to eight. I uh, bought a dictionary like five years ago. And you're just now using it. No, I still don't use it. Oh, there we go. Anyways. Now, back to our topic. Should I bring a dictionary to the hospital? No, the, the hospital provide dictionaries. Bring a thesaurus. <laughs> I have one of those too. Oh my god. I'm not even kidding. Anyways, speaking of pears, um, our topic today, we've done a lot of like list type of topics recently uh where it's like top five main characters top five i don't know what else we've done we've done so we've done so many anime flexes anime flexes villains most hated characters we haven't done villains yet that would be a good one that is coming up yeah uh today we're going to be talking about (laughs) yeah oh yeah uh but today we're going to be talking about uh the best sidekicks or second characters, or number twos. Basically, the per, the main... Yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of shit. Yeah, the main characters, Didn't best we get the number friend, two joke? No, I got it. Wait, what? <laughs> we're going to talk about a lot of number twos. We're going to talk about a lot of shit. <laughs> I was going to say, the number one number two is the one I took this morning. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was trying to focus on getting a straw without making noise. Why'd you need this try anyway? Because I want to chew on it, Crimson! So I guess that means he goes first for the subject. That works. That works, I don't care. Go for it. Well, you said Cards Against Humanity rules. Fuck it, why not? What's your first of your top five number two characters, Zario? Are we doing top five? I need to make a top uh, five. So, so the fourth Kilawa is the true definition of ride or die. No. gonna be one on my list but i'm glad somebody started with it that was that is one of my favorite anime so i cannot disagree that he's a great number two yeah. captain all right wiki what you got uh are we, what do you guys think my first one's gonna be oh fucking no. nope Kaisen? uh-uh no my first one my is it jojo's no okay i was about to say it and you just i'm sorry right, come on man it's cool i apologize I apologize. I apologize. I'm just ready to kill myself even more now. <laughs> um, it's from One Piece, actually. 
The whole reason why I started watching One Piece in the first place was because Zoro Zoro. Zoro. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, Dude, I can't talk. I'm really not. My brain's fried today. Um, there was a scene where, farther into the anime and manga, where Luffy gets fucked up by one of the, I think, seven warlords of the sea. And uh, he's on the ground about to die. And then Zoro offers to take literally all of Luffy's pain away. Physical, emotional, all that shit. And so the dude that he's fighting creates a bubble from Luffy filled up with all of his pain. And then just gives Zoro a fraction of it so he can see what he's getting himself into. Just a small little bubble. And Zoro like almost like gets fucking wrecked. And granted, Zoro's already almost on the verge of death, by the way. Then he goes off in his area and then just fucking absorbs the entire bubble. And then it pans back later of him literally standing in a fucking pool of blood of his own. And then Sanji comes up and is like, what happened? And then Zoro's like, you could see all of his pain and plus Luffy's pain. He's like, nothing happened. That's it. I, that's why I watched One Piece was to see that bond that those two had. And throughout what I've experienced so far in the show of just small examples of how big of a number two Zoro is just for the fact that they were at a bar once, right? And so they started picking on Luffy and Zoro. In, they're bad motherfuckers. They got huge bounties on their head. These guys didn't know that. Then started picking on them. They started beating the shit out of them. And Luffy's telling Zoro, don't fucking fight, dude. Don't fight him. Do not do it. Zoro's like, alright, bet. Boom. Most loyal man in the fucking world right there. And I guarantee there's going to be more examples throughout the future, but from just from what I've seen, he's already a perfect number two. Alright. Oh, yeah. Good TED Talk. Um, so... <laughs> hey, I mean, Zoro's sweet. I, I'm obviously not nearly as far in as you are, but so far, you know, he's great. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, Frenchie, what you got? So, one of my all-time favorite anime characters, he was my husbando... When we did that episode, it is one of the most popular anime of all time. Motherfucking Vegeta. Not just a great character, but someone who goes undergoes incredible character development with you know going from a literal basically a warlord who destroys planets for Frieza to a halfway decent father and husband who truly cares about his family. Which is not something that happens a lot for Saiyans. Oh, dude. And one of the most emotional, just incredible scenes of all time with the final flash for Boo. Dude. Trying to take out Super Boo and then it not working. That was such a good moment. But Majin Vegeta, it's one of, it is one of my all-time favorite anime scenes. Vegeta is a real motherfucker. Dude, he's a goat. Dude, I, lo- I love the scene where uh, it's, in, it's in Super. It depends on what you're watching. When I first saw it, I think it was on the boat in the very beginning when Beerus was first introduced, and then Beerus fucking smacks Bulma, and That's then Vegeta fucking goes off and starts beating Beerus down. It didn't last that long. Yeah, but That's the problem with Vegeta, is that he has some great moments, but they never allow him to like build upon anything. Everything he tries fails, and I want him to get Dude, a villain kill so badly. You're good. This... Can I tell you something about the new stuff? Oh, I already know about some of the stuff that happened. Yeah, so they're so they finally Vegeta and Goku finally split paths. Yeah, and they're finding their own ways. Vegeta's going towards one way, 
Goku's going towards the other stuff. All I want to see power sources. is God of Destruction Vegeta. Okay, quick theory interjection. There's a theory that Gohan is going to be uh, the the Rose Saiyan. Mm. So, right, so you have... Because he got his key released or whatever, his form from the, the Kais, right? Yeah. Vegeta's learning shit the from... Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. There we go. That's Kai Ki, pretty, pretty legit. Yeah. I love you. That was awesome. Yeah. Okay, Crimson, what do you got? Um, I'm going a bit old school on mine. One that I found. We just named One Piece and Dragon Ball Z. What fucking old school could you possibly have? Pikachu. <laughs> this guy. Fucking Man. basic ass bitch. I no, mean, honestly, I've, on one of the lists, on a client number of lists I've seen, Pikachu was on there. Thinking back on it, between everything that you know, those two have been through, plus I know I've only I haven't seen the moment. Or like so, one of your favorite number two is a literal slave. <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I would say yes until I think I just shit myself, dude. <laughs> There's another number two. <laughs> I farted as I was laughing, and I, I'm too scared to lean back down. <laughs> I'm scared. Continue. Um, as I was saying, one of the moments that recently happened was <clears throat> Ash just basically disintegrating at that point, and just the emotion that Pikachu has. Wait, in the new stuff, the new series? It it was either relatively new. I don't want to say it was in the new series, but it was relatively new. Are you talking about when Ash got turned to stone in the very first Pikachu movie? No, but that's another good moment. There's a moment in the show or movie where Ash straight up gets disintegrated. Like, dust. Boom. He's gone. The only thing that's left is his hat. He could say all that's left was Ash. (laughs) The only thing... You want to fucking roll, dude? The only thing left was the hat, and Pikachu goes to grab it, and he just lets out just this cry of pain and just electrocutes everything in existence around him um that's sad dude it yeah i saw i saw the scene on tiktok one but um that's basically pikachu yelling fuck pretty much man he used final flash yeah but yeah but yeah that's mine for now uh, back over to you, Zario. Uh, so, uh, my next number two is, of course, the sidekick to the true, like, number one badass. Uh, and this number two is Genos from One Punch Man. Um, Genos is, uh, you know, he's so, he's so pure-hearted, and, uh, all of this shit, 
Still haven't seen One Punch Man. I still haven't seen One Punch Man. How? You should. I know I need you to. You absolutely should. I need to. Uh, I know. Just, you know, the, so some people when they watch it, they uh, either forget it or we're just never told that it is satire. Um, so a lot of people take it like super seriously and get mad about it. I've seen it a lot. Like I said, I need to jump on it. I there's so many other things I'm trying to catch up on. I know that that's one of them. Yeah. All right, Wiki. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's Jenna. You guys ready for this? I don't know. Am I? I don't. I don't think you are. No. I'm not. Not only is she one of the best number twos. Not only. Is she the best girl? Not only is she a badass. Is it Mikasa? But she is the love in everybody's eyes of this show. She's adorable. Is it Nezuko? It's Nezuko, dude. You son of a bitch! Nezuko! You saw my list! (laughs) I know, I just see your list. I'm looking at my anime watch and I'm reading the manga right now. Nezuko is dude, truly the definition she of pure. Is a bad motherfucker, dude. Oh, absolutely. Dude, you don't even know, bro. Just from what I've seen in the first season, absolutely. She's a fucking animal. I love her. She's a cute as fuck. And you know something that happened because I showed you. Oh, that was so cute. Mind. So great. Dude, it made me go to tears. It's just, no matter what happens, there's a scene in there where you. Okay, fuck. I'm pretty fuck. sure you showed. Fuck. Them. No. Was it the first thing that you showed me as well? Yes. Okay. So that, but it has, it's not, there's something, so you kind of understand, because something happened, but there's a specific moment in there where she decided to risk her life so her brother could go save people, and then that's when you found out that thing, mm-hmm. right? And that, and what you didn't know was going to happen, so you're like, oh, fuck, you know? So, but her willing to... Put human lives in front of her and making sure her brother didn't have to make a choice between her or somebody else was very, you know, it's just, she's very good. She supports her brother, especially when they were facing the spider demons. Yeah. You know, when her using her blood demon art and exploding Tanjiro's motherfucking sword, bro, into his neck, ultimately. Dude, she is even. Even in the anime when they were up against the what, the seven, I think it was like the head, like the higher ups, like the butterfly lady, the guy with all the scars. What the fuck were they called? The Hashira. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the, uh, Hashira. Yeah. yeah, and like she was just getting stabbed multiple times. And by the dude, the wind, fuck the wind, Hashira. But he's also yeah. bad. He's a bad motherfucker. And he just she just comes out and he she's like, nah, I don't want that blood. Like she was fighting back hard to just prove a point yeah. for her brother as well. There's a, uh, oh, I want to tell you something. I forgot. Oh, I hate reading manga because I don't want to <laughs> talk about it. Well, that sucks for you. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it sucks for you personally. 
Like, I'm going to experience it both ways. I know the information beforehand, and I'm going to see it animated. Do I would All right. I mean, I would personally prefer to see it animated because... You're still going to, anyways. Oh, yeah. So, my next one is the legit best bro of all time. The literal best bro, Alphonse Elric. Yeah! I actually... I want to get a tattoo of Alphonse. Alphonse is lit. He's willing to sacrifice his own life, essentially, just to get his brother's arm and leg back for the opportunity that maybe he'll beat father. mm. That was sad as fuck, but also... You ever have like a sad hype? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what that You're was. just like, fuck yeah, as you're crying. It, it's that moment. That moment yeah, is yeah, a sad that's hype. That's what I'm talking about. Honestly, that's kind of how I felt during the final flash. It's a very hype moment, but you start fucking bawling. Yeah. Fuck yes, Vegeta. You want to talk about... You want to so awesome. talk about ride or die. And just his relationship with Mei Chang is also great. Yes. <laughs> why, do I, why am I apologizing? It's not like I cheated on her. Grandma's <laughs> <laughs> hey, making soup. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah, Alphonse is incredible. And I'm very excited. Just anytime I watch that show, just to get to see the relationship between Alphonse and Ed again is just an absolute treat. Absolutely. I have no doubt. I mean, 100%. Um, God, I don't even know which one to do next. Just pick, pick one. one. Alright, uh, I'm going to go with one on a show that I've been recently watching. Tiger um, and Bunny. No, recently watching, not one that I've finished. Alright. Don't come uh, at me, bro. From Attack on Titan. <laughs> it's... A mix between two. My list shows one, but I think I might go with the other. I mean, there's uh, this one's up for debate, honestly. I know, we're about to get into it. Who do you guys think I'm going to say? I think you're going to say Levi, and I'm going to disagree with you. I'm no. also going to disagree with you. It's not. It's between Armin and Mikasa. It's Mikasa. Yeah, like I said, the, the list shows one thing, but I'm like... Armin doesn't become good until the third season. Mikasa is the number two character the entire time. Yeah, that's why, yeah. Did you listen to the table talk? What? What? The newest episode of AOT. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, fuck! Higgins, have you seen it? Oh, yeah, I'm all coming by, okay? Oh, dude, that that talk at the table fucking wrecked me. Anyways. She, yeah, like you said, uh, Frenchie, she's been with him since literally the beginning. Uh, even before the show, ten, even technically in the timeline before the show, when they were just kids, and you want to talk about best girl, yeah, Mikasa, Mikasa, yeah. I think there's other people that are best girls compared to Mikasa. Personally. And if she gets older, she becomes thick Casa. Thick Casa. In a good way, though. I, I, I <laughs> no. What? I, I Just remember, Zach, it's just a gun. It's just, dude. Remember how you talk? Oh, fuck. I really wish you would have watched the newest episodes. Well, I've been trying to, but a certain person around me hasn't wanted to watch them recently. 
and I haven't had a chance to because, you know, wedding stuff. Fair. Just wait till it's over. You can watch so much more anime. Yeah. Okay. Right. I would agree. I feel like Mikasa. Yeah. Yeah. If we're talking like best supporting character, Levi. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I guess if you're like if you're just focusing on the main cast, like if the main cast of the show, who are the main characters of number two, then yeah, it'd be Mikasa. But if you're looking at like subdivisions of it, Levi is literally like the number two in the scout division. Yeah, and also part of Levi is a character who I could never even I can barely even call him a support character because he carries the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's one of those you know quote side characters that everyone loves more than the the MC. Uh, Zoro yeah. is arguably one of those. Um, I would definitely say Kilua is one of the best examples. I love Gon, but Kilua. Kilua I mean, Kilo Even Nezuko, great. like Nezuko, hardly shows up, but when she does, everybody loves her. Not really. Th- that's just because she's cute, though. It's not because she's a great character right now. No, but she is a badass, as stated previously. Facts, but Tanjiro is yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, Zeri, what's your third one? Uh, my third one is so I just recently. Yes. Um, I'm a little sad about how long it took me because uh, the show is phenomenal. I told you. Eventually, I just didn't know if it was going to be you or Wiki. Oh, I wasn't going to mention him. Mm. Well, all right then. What were you going to mention? For my next one? Yeah. Oh, I'm segueing. Another best girl. All right. All girls are best girls. Arguably not as cute as Nezuko. All right. One of my favorite shows of all time. All right. It is right. motherfucking Raftalia. Bro, yes. I was straight up. She was going to be my next one. Dude, I've been scrolling down my anime list, and boom. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah same. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, oh, yeah. Dude, because she is. Bro, Raftalia, that's a literal ride or die. She is literally filling in the gap of the the main character of the show. Wow, he's all about defense. She was meant to be focusing on offense. They are cohesive for each other. Are you just going to keep using that word because it's a big word you know? Yeah. Wait, so hold on. You give me shit about my number two being a slave, 
But we're not going to talk about this. She chose to get her slave mark back. Yeah. She started off as a slave. I mean, technically, you could say that about Pikachu also, because he never goes in a fucking Pokeball like all the other ones do. Yeah, but Ash never... I, you know what? I will take it back, because Ash did try to tell him to go stay with the other Pokemon, the other Pikachus, and he came with him. You know what? Still, he's a slave, and fuck you, Crimson. God damn it! <laughs> fuck you, too. Yeah. Don't... I heard that whisper, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and the Reptalia yeah, literally Reptalia. fills in the gap that he needed. He, he can't, he's not that good at offense, you know. She's there for him to be that offense, to fight <laughs> for him. Starting out, he's not good at offense, but then he gets the fucking oh, rage shield. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's just Which I'm scared of what that's actually going to do to him. Bro, I just... You know, there's a lot of anime to be excited about in 2021. There's nothing I'm more excited about than season two mm-hmm. of Rising of the Shield Hero. I'm also hoping they. Yeah. Also, if that opening song is not as lit as Rise, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Just like season two of Neverland. I've, I like I've, it. I've grown to really like the. I don't like the song as much, but I love the open. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I about threw it on your table. I'm glad you did it. I burped and fucking puke came up. You, you know, it's funny with Neverland. I actually do really like the uh, uh, the second season opening. Um, but one show that really like could not withstand its own heat for like having such a great opening was fucking Fire Force. Nothing that came after Mayday has been as hyped as Mayday. Mayday was incredible. Yeah, Mayday was incredible. Torch of Liberty is also pretty decent. It's, uh, it's pretty good. It's, it's obviously not as good as Mayday, but it's still it's uh, I downloaded it on my phone. Like it's still good. I still listen to it. And I'm like I get hyped. Oh, yeah, that, I mean, yeah. Alright. So, my turn. Anyway, back to, back to number two. <laughs> back to the show. So, Raph was going to be my next one, but I will move further down my favorites list and bring out another throwback. Yu Yu Hakusho. Kuwabara. My guy. The spirit sword wielder, who I love him, but is also my least favorite character in Team Urameshi. Because that just shows how great Yusuke, Hiei, and Kurama are. Because Kuwabara is a damn good character. It's also another great number two character voiced by Chris Sabat. To go along with Zoro and Vegeta. Uh, as well as... Who's that? Shut up. <laughs> so yeah, um, Kuwabara, the guy that um, <clears throat> is even willing to kiss Yusuke to bring him back to life. Thank you. Yeah. And they start out as rivals, as a lot of great number two characters do. They start out on opposite sides, fighting each other, but they end up being the best of friends. And I will not will not lie. I think there are multiple times that Kuwabara should have died. Oh yeah, for sure. but you know what? I'm pretty happy that he didn't because he ended up becoming just an amazing character. 
throughout that show. And again, least favorite character in Team Urameshi, and I still fucking love the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a lot of points come up on that. It just, uh, fucking first episode where he's crying at Yusuke's funeral. Yeah. Pissed off that he died too early, so he kind of his ass beat. Also, anyone who's listening who's ever dealt with depression or suicidal thoughts, go watch episode one of Yu Yu Hakusho and imagine what it would be like at your own funeral because that's exactly the vibe I get every time I watch that of seeing you know yourself and the people that mean the most to you and how much your death actually impacts them yeah it's it's a real eye opener and I really I think it's still one of the most underrated anime of all time I it did not get the popularity that carried forward like it should have yeah uh, my next number two <clears throat> uh, I was pulling up lists of past episodes, like the past uh, shows we've watched, and uh, for this one, it's another toss-up between two. It's Plunderer. It's between Nana and Jail. I mean, they're both great number twos. Here's the problem. Hina's the number two character in that show. But... But no, if we're, if we're going by who the true number two character is, it's Hina. And that makes your opinion wrong. Because Hina's the worst character in that fucking show. I don't consider her a number two, though. You don't. I consider Nana more a number two than Hina. Hina's got more screen time with Lick than anyone else. Uh, if I we're mean, talking... the only other person I was going to say outside of Plunder was I was going to go Parasite and say Migi. Migi's a great choice. Yeah. Miggy, I mean, another ride or die in the more literal term. <laughs> Literally sacrificed part of himself to save yeah. Shinichi. Exactly. But their relationship was weird. I mean, yes, he's a literal parasite who was supposed to absorb his brain. And failed. Yes. That just absorbed it, just completely eat it. And then turned into it. Yeah. Imagine what that show would have been like if he actually did succeed. Like, it would have been... I don't even think there would have been a show. It just would have been no, like... No, there literally wouldn't have been. Because yeah. it would have just been the Parasites winning. Yeah, pretty much. If not for Shinichi, the Parasites probably win. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Alright. Well, I kind of low-key wasted mine a little bit, but... Fuck it. Number four! Yeah, number four. Zerio, what you got? Uh, so mine is, like, my next one is kind of debatable on whether or not they're a number two. Um, but, you know, they're definitely, like, the, the best friend and have one of the closest relationships in the show. And that's, uh, Bond from Seven Deadly Sins. Yes. I, I think Bond is 100%. That is 100%. I don't count. Uh, if, she's his love interest. Yeah, I don't count. Really count love interests, and if we're not counting teachers, yeah, it'd be like that best friend type role. Doesn't Elizabeth also get more screen time than Bond? Yeah, but also again, love interest. Hina, love interest. Yeah, but Hina fucking sucks. So like, your opinion's wrong. Because Hina also doesn't start as the love interest. Yeah, but yeah, so Bond, yeah, he's another one I fell in love with as soon as he was introduced, and it's like the fucking Game of 
That scene is still probably the best scene of the show. Bond! Yeah. Captain! <laughs> he, he would be on your side if it was possible for him to die. So he's just all right all day, maybe. Freddy Mice, man. Yeah, if you, if you have a fucking friend like Bond, you know you're set for life. Yeah, exactly. Moving on to our next one. I'm going to have a controversial one because I know we already had an argument about it. Ready for it? Best number two in one of my favorite shows of all time, Simone from Gurren Lagann. Who's your number one then? Huh? Kamina's number one. <laughs> this is why. Let me give you my reasoning. Reason being, when the show is first given, Kamina is the leader of the group. Simone is a sidekick. This show is about the rise of the number two to becoming number one. That's what I'm saying. I, I always still struggle because Simone is the main character. Yeah, but it, wait, when it count, it's Kamina's number one. Simone's the number two because Simone is the one. He's not necessarily a teacher. He's more of a brother in a sense, and his he's his number two. He's the one that when Kamina and I need somebody to get something done, and he needs help, Simone. It's like. See, I will agree with you and disagree with you, but I will also say that even if the reverse is true, Kamina is still on the fucking list. So, like, yeah. it, either one of them is a correct choice because both characters are incredible. But from my point of view, Kamina yeah, is the number one in the show. Number one or two. Yeah. Because they are a duo, no matter what. And then when yeah. Kamina gets iced, spoilers, you know, it okay. uh, makes a stack. And then from that on, it's, it's the rise in my... From when that happens, it's the it's the downfall of basically Simone and then him rising back up and becoming the leader that he is meant to be. be believing... Believe in you. Believe in the me that believes yeah, in no, you. I'm getting too hyped up right now. I can't even think straight. Cohesion. All right, Frenchie. You even, you even have the quote, I do. I actually watch it literally once a week. Nice. I mean, I believe it. So it's dude, it's a great call. And we're talking about great duos that can't be one without the other. Um, I'm going to hike you, Kageyama the setter. Yeah. Because without Kageyama, there's no Hinata quick attack. You know, you get you get other setters throughout the show, but Kageyama and Hinata are that pair. I will definitely say Hinata is character number one. It's also a good example of. Kind of like with the Vegeta thing, the enemy becoming yeah. the ally. Yeah. And it's a literal team. Like, literally, they have to rely on each other. Yeah. Volleyball's that type of team sport. But I also just love their relationship. Dude, it's such a good show, too. It's, they're funny as shit when they talk. Dude, when, when, when Hinata went to go spike the ball, and he fucking spiked it, and it hit the back of his head, and he walked over like he was going to bring death and he just door. smiles at him. Oh, when he goes to serve it? Yeah. <laughs> and then he just walks up and just like... And just stares in his face and starts talking to him. Like, Hinata's just, just scared shitless. <laughs> but yeah, I think Kageyama and Hinata are a great pair. And Kageyama undergoes a lot of change. And the way he overcomes the ma- in the match against Oikawa and everything like that. It's oh, just yeah. a really great character development and... Just a well-written character in general. I love Kageyama. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
God, I'm ready for the, no- the next season of that. Is there even a next season? I think Are you talking about season four? Whatever the next dub's gonna be. Season four. Yeah. I'm ready for it. I'm really ready for it. Uh, my next one... Uh, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're not wrong. Uh, Gary. No, Ooh, it's uh, yeah. He's a pet. So is Pikachu, technically. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, Pikachu's out. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, I'm gonna go with a Promise Neverland one on this one. If you don't say Phil, you're wrong. I was gonna say Ray. While he, he, I know the show consists. Yeah, I was gonna say I know the show is technically three main characters, but let's be honest, this show focuses a lot more on Emma. He's not wrong, especially season two. Especially season two. Season two has really defined her as the main character. Yeah. Season one, it was kind of across the board for all three of them. But season two heavily has focused on Emma with Ray being that backup friend. Like, And then Ray is technically the number two character. I still think Norman's a better character than him. Especially with what we've seen the last couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, minus the last week episode. Two weeks. Um, yeah, well, uh, this week in the like the, the What's up? Between him and Norman. Yeah. I mean, they're both good. They're both great number twos. Just we saw, we've seen a lot more of Ray now because of Norman being shipped out and all that. So there was a lot more of those moments yeah. with Ray finishing the plan to escape with Emma as well as. You know, in the beginning of season two and everything from there, him always being by her side. So. All right, then. Yeah. There you go. You're up. While Wiki's uh, sitting here dying. Uh, oh, like this. Uh, my next one will actually be kind of, you know, one that I uh, talked about before. And all the way back in the, uh, in the Weebies. Uh, and it's the Mazo Mikita. just started season two of that a while back i'm on episode two (laughs) because then we started getting into more assignments and everything and i'm like fuck now i have to i'm behind again i mean like i said i want to know what the overall plan is That's to be expected with a lot of shows. Yeah. Uh, and Kina especially is definitely more prominent in, in the first 
Oh, definitely. Well, a gang leader and all that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But yeah, everybody needs a friend like Masa Mikita. True. All right, Wiki. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna say something. It might be controversial, but I honestly don't think it's going to be. Right? So, Fate Stay Night, the one that we watched a while mm-hmm. ago, Ryder. First of all, that was the one I was missing on the list a while back. Mm. Number two, you're not wrong. Because he is technically a number two for his... Exactly. Yeah, because so we Ryder, never truly have like a. If you had to pick a main character, it would probably be um, Saber's Master. With yeah. Saber technically being the number two, but there's so much back and forth, and we don't really it's a battle royale. Yeah, it's kind of like what we got with um, Zodiac Wars. Yeah. yeah. God, I want to rewatch that show. But yeah, no, I'm just Ryder's philosophy on life and how like actually kind of nice he is, but also he's like a bad motherfucker. Yeah, and creating this the shy guy to not ultimately like being a number two, but giving his number one confidence in himself to carry on after he's gone was pretty sweet. Oh yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, Ryder's just a phenomenal character. Yeah. He is. Yeah, I and mean, obviously you still like Gilgamesh better, but I mean Gilgamesh is such Gilgamesh an amazing villain. Personally, my favorite character in that entire show. Is, uh, what's his name start with? D or G? Diermud. Diermud. He's my favorite. The Lancer. Uh, He's my favorite. Diermud's amazing. Well, I say that considering the campaign that you're currently in, that I'm running, you're building your character based off of Gilgamesh. Just his abilities. Oh. That's personality. Anyways. So I've kind of been going back and forth. I was actually going to pick someone from Yuri on Ice, but technically he's a coach. So it kind of fits into that mentor, sensei, uh, uh-huh, father uh-huh. figure type role. So I'm going to go with yeah. one that I think I'm the only one that has seen. It, it, and one I'm actually considering uh, a signing here coming up soon. It's Noragami. Never heard of it. Um, Yukine is the side character to uh, Yato God. And he, you talk about right-hand man, he's literally his weapon. Same type of way you have like Soul and uh, Maka. Maki, Maka, Maka, whatever. Um, it's that same type of thing where he's basically a disembodied soul who signs a pact with a god who becomes that god's weapon. Huh. Yeah, he's a, a katana. Who's oh, it's legit. I love that show, and um, yeah, I definitely think it'll be one to keep an eye on for a potential um, assignment. But the story that Yukine undergoes with basically adjusting to knowing he can't live a human life anymore and that he has a responsibility to his god and stuff like that is is really interesting. I love... Well, one, Yato is hilarious. He's just an amazing character. And he's kind of an obscure one that still appears in a lot of memes. Like, I didn't know who he was at first until I watched the show. I'm like, okay, I've seen this guy's picture a lot, actually. But, um, yeah, it's... It's a great show, and Yukine is a great number two character. Alright. I'm gonna go... I'm gonna say... Oh, go ahead, Zerio. Were you gonna say something? What? Oh, I just said sweet. Oh. I said wait. Um, 
So, I've got a joke one, just out of humor, and then a real one. The joke one is the dragon in Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. At least I'm a joke That's one. Not I fucking it. love him. I was a. I support it also. I actually almost went with uh, Ranga, the Tempest Wolf. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> if we're talking about an actual number two ride or die in that show, it's fucking Ranga. That's a good show. It is. I, that's another show I'm trying to keep up with. You're welcome. I, oh, bro. I got a couple spoilers from season two. Oh, my God. Just Shit that God. fucking happens. Um, Don't my, I haven't even started it yet. My real one... I, mean, I, I have started season two. I don't know how far you are, but anyways. I'm not far at all. I literally just got a spoiler online. Oh. <laughs> don't say anything. Um, my real number two uh, is from Food Wars. Uh, Megami. No, I would disagree. Really? Yeah. I mean, really? if you think about it, any most times that Soma was in a situation, she was always there to back him up. Even at the food, when they were doing the food truck, or the food yeah. stand, excuse me, where the big thing was going on, where he, where it was, um, if Soma lost, then he got expelled. Yeah. And Megami was by his side, helping with the food stand, knowing full well the situation that he was in. He did, wait, come on, the egg one? No, I'm talking about when he set up the food cart outside of the the guy's giant-ass restaurant. Where he had the spicy, uh... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The King of Spice. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's number two. Who do you think, man? I'm curious. Uh, if anything... If you say Erina, it's no. debatable. I'd say Soma. Soma's, Soma's number two? Yeah. No, Soma is number two in the show. He's the main character, but he's also number two. Uh, I would argue that every other character around him are their own individual characters because it's a show based on your own individuality. It's not, It's like, yeah, they have teamwork events like every other school, but you're there to further your skills and shit. And he's the number one in the thing, but Erina is the leader of the school. She has the god tongue. She's a better chef than Soma. How much, how do you think cum tastes on her Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I literally, I have to spoil shit for you. Fuck, I got, yeah, hyped it. You got random spoilers from the question of how this comes. No, taste. I'm spoiling shit for you right now because you haven't seen the season I have. Oh. So, I wasn't paying yeah, attention never most mind. of that second. But Soma okay. is number two because of future events in my mind. Okay. Well, as of where I currently stand with the yeah. show, I say Megami. But, again, that is because I'm on, what, third plate now? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe I don't fucking remember. Uh, do we want to do some speed run ones? Yeah. Dude, I'm currently running. I'm just looking through anime right now because I'm blanking so hard on the anime that I've watched currently for some reason. Um, the only other one I was gonna say for a speed run from Radiant, uh, Melly. Melly. I was literally looking at her picture to remember her <laughs> name. I was thinking it was like Celty or something, and I'm so glad you said it. Otherwise, I was gonna fucking butcher it. Oh, I got one. Go. Uh, C no CP not CP nine. That's one piece thing. Uh, C two. Yeah. From Code Geass. I would argue the number two might be uh Suzaku. From where I'm at, not even because they're enemies right now. They're literally and they literally just tried to kill each other. Where C two literally just tried to sacrifice. She's not tried. She said she was going. She like held on to the guy that the orange boy said. You're not the kind of person I'd want to pick suicide with. And then flew into the ocean. 
when you get to, this is kind of the same thing with how you are with uh, Urina or whatever the fuck her name is. Urina. Erina. Erina. When you get to a certain point and then also see the movie. Hayes, were you saying something? question mainly on French because he's more caught up than the rest of you guys would you consider Kyo to be number two yes okay Toru is the main character okay it's kind of the same thing with Promised Neverland there's basically a trio well that's the same thing with this because it it would either be Yuki or Kyo or technically it would be Yuki because Kyo's love interest mmm fair point yeah but I mean just in general because Nothing's fully established for a relationship for them. But let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the same way. Keo didn't start as a love interest. Everyone wanted him to be the love interest from the first moment. And they good and goddamn pretty much got it. <laughs> um, so I got a couple I want to throw out there. Go um, on. Spitball. Let's see what happens. It depends on, again, how you kind of look at it. Right. But L from Death Note. Because he is both an enemy, but also a colleague. Yeah. Yeah. And if not L, Ryuk, who is yep. amazing. Yeah. You could even, I would argue Ryuk more than... Yeah, you could also argue Misa a little bit, too. Yeah, she's trash, though. She is trash, but... Isn't that the more love interest one who's like... He has no love interest in the entire show. But she's, like, obsessed with him. He, yeah. She's obsessed with him. It's the same way that Mikasa... Yeah, I guess that's fair. Continue. Um, so, scrolling down more... Uh, I already talked about Noragami. Um, this is another one that you could argue about. Um, either Yami Yugi or Joey Wheeler. <laughs> Joey. I think Joey because I consider like Yami and Yugi to kind of be the same person. Yeah. I love um, Joey. Yeah, even when they're like talking to each other, they're not like, I don't know, friends until much later. Joey Wheeler. They're just living in the same body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alucard from... Uh, Castlevania. Still haven't seen it. It's yeah. amazing. Al- is Alucard the hunter guy? No. The vampire. The vampire. That is the guy's son. Yeah. Cool. I know yeah. you're talking Because I think that. Trevor Belmont's more character number one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the girl's the love interest, so... True, 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 true. Um, yeah, there's a lot of other ones that I've kind of been going back and forth on. Whether or not... Um, Go ahead and name one more. I have, I have the final one, unless you want to do the final one. Oh, I've already done my last uh, one. Then I have the final one. You, do you want to go? has any. I'm trying to remember who it was, if you want to go. Well, this uh, is the final one. I can't go if it's not the final one. I've been trying to look around, and I had my five, and that was pretty much it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Frenchie, many more? I'm trying to remember where it was, but um, there's just uh, a lot of really good number two characters out there that I absolutely fucking love. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know why. I, fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! From Alicization. You haven't gotten 
too yeah. far in it. But because honestly, throughout season one, the love interest is, or in part one, the number two character is probably Klein, which isn't saying much because he's not in the show much. Yeah. In part two, it's Leafa. In ALO. In season two, it's Sinone. Yeah. I almost was going to say um, Yui. Mm. She's, a, she's very much a supporting character, but not a number two. Fair enough. And then in season... Yu-Gi-Oh! and Sinone are the only like two obvious number two characters to Kiri. Sinone, definitely, yeah. yeah. And then Yu-Gi-Oh! in season three is the exact same way. Gotcha. Yeah. He's basically the Sinone of season three. And then in season four, it's Alice. Yeah. All right. I got the final one. Alright, Wiki. Don't fuck it up. Wild Tiger! And you fucked it up. How's that a fuck up? It's true. I thought it was going to be like a really big moment. Like a Technically, really... he is the sidekick. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. I thought you were going to go like big, like earth shattering. I mean, it's a really good segue. Into yeah, one. that's what I did. Last one, he's a very good number two. Before we segue into our thoughts on it, I need to give the anime assignment. Better be good. I was stuck between three, two of which I saw stuff on TikTok about, looked through, they had really good ratings on, and then the other one was one that I stumbled upon. I'm going to go with one of the first two, um, Akugama Drive. It's on Funimation, it's, I believe it's on Hulu as well, um, it's 12 episodes long, fairly quick watch, um... I don't even know how where to begin describing it because I've only seen like small snippets on TikTok here and there. Just but don't it looks fucking leave it a mystery. Badass. It looks badass. Is all I have to say. So that's the anime assignment for the week. Um, I already forgot the name of it, dude. Akudama Drive. Yeah. Let's talk. What is this? Why does this scream Suicide Squad to me? I, probably. Six criminals known as Akudama received missions given to them by a mysterious black cat. <laughs> I mean, Has yeah. Pepper been moonlighting? Pepper? <laughs> What's wrong, Pepper? I wouldn't put it back there, honestly. Alright. Wiki. That's me? Tiger and Bunny. Yes, what about it? What do you want to know? Start us off. Dude, honestly, I don't want to start us off. Because <laughs> I want to hear why... What your opinion is on it. I want to know your reasoning. Because I've been wanting to hear this. Because these two both seem to very like it. I didn't at first. I grew to really like it. Yeah, I want to know end. what your issue is yeah, with this shit, dude. I wasn't... I, I will say this. I wasn't a fan of it to begin with. When Lunatic got introduced... It, peaked, it started to pique my interest more. I knew it. Only to find out... Because he's an edgelord. That's why. Only to find out kind of how irrelevant he ended up becoming through the rest of the season. No, he's not irrelevant at all. He was there to, like... He's setting up for his... a season two. That's yeah, the... like, that, yeah. that's what I mean by irrelevant. Like, he's not as relevant as he would be for season two. Like, he shows up, establishes his dominance, kills the old guy, and that was really it. Like, that's all you really see of him. You see him kind of in the background with, like, the senators or the chairman and stuff. But that's really it. I was expecting more from him because of like that big dramatic entrance. So that's the only reason why you didn't like the show. Well, then I mean, after that, I like with the whole Jake thing, I didn't care too much about that. Oh, I thought Jake was awesome, dude. 
What I, is your issue? I liked his I, I liked his philosophy. I like the idea of what he was trying to do. I just it just didn't man the my interest. My <laughs> thing is is that you liked Gretzico and you didn't like this really good show. Why are you putting tiny shards? I'm of gonna glass wipe on it up. Table. I'm wiping it up. So I don't think it was a great show. I thought it was average at first, and then became pretty good. Pretty pretty good. It was all right. The only person I truly cared about in that entire show was Kaede. I mean, Kaede is great. Um, one of the things I didn't like about it is Tiger's a fucking idiot. Oh, like straight up. Yeah. He's like the stereotypical dumb superhero. Yeah. And also, his power's dumb. Yeah. What? His power's dumb, and I feel like they overused his stupidity way more than they should have. Like, we already knew that he was dumb, but then they, they, like, I felt like they dragged that on and made it, like, super in-your-face. Dude, I loved him as a character. I thought he was fucking awesome. I don't think he's a bad character. I just think he's fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's so dumb. Oh, your daughter hates you? Tell her you're fucking wild tiger. Then she'll be like, oh, so that's why you haven't come home to see me. You're literally saving people's lives. Zerio literally messaged me that. He was like, dude, I don't get why he doesn't fucking just tell her. And then when she do- when he does at the end, it's like, wow, you could have saved yourself so many years of problems. Yeah. yeah, like he could have saved so many years of trouble with his daughter if he just started that off with that. Also, he tries to pussyfoot around telling people things. Your power's declining. You're gonna die if you keep doing this. Fucking tell Barnaby. Exactly. Oh, they found out that Jake's not his real father's or parents' killer? Okay, tell him what's going on with you and that you still want to help him, and it will make him feel even better. Yeah. He's just super oblivious. Also, can I have a cookie? Yeah, you can have a cookie. Sick. I will say this, though. I was surprised at Maverick being the actual villain. Really? Ow, that was so predictable. I didn't I didn't think too far into it about him being the big bad. I thought like, you know, the leader of Orbers or whatever the fuck. I thought it was going to be Lunatic. He's not the leader of Orbers. Not Maverick not is what I meant, like the person behind his the, the parents murder. Oh. I honestly thought it was Lunatic. As soon as it wasn't Jake, I knew exactly who it was. Oh, as soon as they were leading to the Jake arc was going to finish super early, it's like, Jake's not the killer, it's fucking Maverick. Because Maverick gets the most to benefit out of Barnaby becoming a hero. I will say, originally, I thought it was be he killed his parents to give him a tragic backstory to guide him into being a hero. So that was a little different than I thought it would be. But no, I knew Maverick was going to be the main guy from... Well, before halfway through the show. Mm. Also, the uh, suits they had were both cool and stupid. I didn't like I, the design. I didn't I like the animation. Hate, I I hated the animation for the when they were in their suits and stuff. I noticed it from Fire Emblem first. I'm like, this. Sucks. It just stood out too much against Way too the much. 2D background. True. I was gonna say, but I was like, you also watch Ruby. No, it's it's not bad the, animation. The animation itself wasn't the problem. It was the change in animation. Yeah. Because like you'd have yeah, Wild Tiger. Because the 3D character models. Yeah. Are kind of gross. 
you'd have the people in the heroes in their suits standing right next to 2D character models. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this doesn't work. This doesn't work at all. And like, even when Wild Tiger's in his original suit, he's a 2D character model. Exactly. Also, I will say, yeah. if they had been 2D character models, they would have looked like fucking Transformers from yeah. the like the 80s TV series. Yeah, that's fair. Some of my two... I have two favorite things from this whole experience. One, I just really like the show. I like the story and everything about it. There's two things that Zerio texted me in chat that I fucking die laughing. One was, I just died when Sky High just yeeted the baby yelling, Who's a big boy? Sky High! That was funny. <laughs> and then, he said, The second one was also about Sky High, where he's just like, Sky High touched her! No! <laughs> I just, dude, those just had me laughing my ass off. Um, so that was also Sky High. I hated Sky High. He was my least favorite. Um, partially because his entire. My least favorite is Raging Bull, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he never really got any great moments. But, like, the problem I didn't like with Sky High is the entire thing they were building towards of, like, oh, he has a love interest. Obviously, she's not human. But then they just do nothing with it. After he rips the android apart, he never puts two and two together. Yeah. And they just ignore it. He doesn't get depressed because he doesn't show up anymore. They never bring it up again. And then when they were talking about Sis... Or anything like that. He never had any reaction or anything. I don't know. I just thought it was a completely wasted plot point. That was stupid. It was a waste of an episode. Yeah. Also, I didn't... Also, with Sky High, who the fuck names their dog John? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Apparently Sky High does. The same person that names his hero named Sky High. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, that is a great movie, by the way. It's a great movie. It's a stupid hero name. No, yeah, I don't think. I, think I would like to address one of the other things that pissed me off in this show: the whole Blue Rose love interest thing. I thought it was cute, and I really wanted them to pursue it more. I agree. I thought it was fine at first, and I was like, okay, sure. Then it got to the like, you know, she's in high school, he's much older. And then the thing that really kind of made me not want it as much was in the last episode where she's reading the book that says 101 ways to have a single father fall in love with you. I'm like, I think no, it's funny. I'm I think good. it's funny. That's that was funny. I nope. I was like, nah. You don't find that shit funny, dude? I mean, I oh. get the humor of it, but I'm like, also she's 18, so. Oh, okay. In the first part of the series, she's 17 and then turns 18. Uh, like, I literally yeah. Googled it, and she's 18, so... Okay. Then I retract Also, the also, Japan. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, so, one of the things... And this was actually kind of a big plot point for me that I kind of hated. I love the idea of having a gay superhero. I love they had an idea for a black superhero. Why does he have to be so flamboyantly gay? Why does it have to be so obvious that he's gay? Like, there's there, there's representation. That honestly made me mad. He's it's a like, flamer known as Fire Emblem. I know, but still. 
Why does he have to be so flamboyantly gay? Dude, I loved his character, bro. I, I wish he was human. I, I wish he's one character that I wish they would have dived more into because you kind of got more of all the other little characters, like the little side things. He didn't get fucked shit. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get anything with the bull dude either. Yeah, but I didn't like the bull. Yeah, yeah. He was fucking lame. I mean, he he does get a little much sometimes, like when he's just grabbing the other dude's asses and stuff. Yeah, uh, that's it. I just but, didn't. Humor-wise, good uh, character. Writing-wise, in terms of trying to have a gay superhero, horrible writing. Yeah, the inclusion was terrible. Yeah, that, and that's just more of like a yeah, personal I, thing. But who is your guys? It really does seem like it was a character that was like. I will say sixth grader because that's more a sixth grader thing. Yeah, huh, you're such a flamer. Let's make you a gay superhero and give you fire powers. Yeah, yeah. Who would you I get? Say, I love his cape. That cape. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, who would you guys say was your favorite superhero of the bunch? Wild Tiger, hundred ten percent. Yeah, we know. <laughs> the, the competition uh, really isn't that great. Uh, I, I go with Wild Tiger. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if we're talking about favorite power... Not power, just... Okay, just hero in general? Well, I can tell you which ones I didn't hate. I hated the bull dude. I kind of hated Sky High. I hated the idea behind Fire Flame Emblem. Yeah, Fire, uh, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Um, I didn't mind Blue Rose. I really liked her power. I really liked um, her story. Um... Probably Origami Cyclone because also he's a sick ass name and his he's able to fight without using his power. Yeah. But his power is also super yeah. convenient for espionage and stuff like that. I agree with you. I was thinking Origami Cyclone as well. Also, he has the coolest name. So like, yeah, I I yeah. thought he was the cool. I thought he was the best out of the characters. Plus, his backstory even like he. Told, he was basically told, telling himself that he wasn't cut out to be a hero because of what happened with him and his friend during that incident. And he ended up getting switched around with everything. Like, that his, was... What happened to his friend kind of reminded me what happened with Ida and MHA when he went after uh, Stain. Yep. Except that no one was there to back him up. I did really like that plot. Yeah, that... That was probably one of the more enjoyable plots that I... Like, that I personally liked of the show. Edward was also uh, Nigel Uno, by the way. Wait, what? Yeah. Edward was absolutely Nigel Uno. Ah. I couldn't stop hearing Sasuke with Barnaby and fucking Gara with, um... What the fuck? Lunatic. Yeah, with Lunatic. Yeah. Oh my god. Especially, especially Gara. Like, Sasuke, I finally got over it after a while. But I've been watching so much Naruto lately, and the part that I'm in, Gara's a major part of it. So I just kept hearing Gara every time, and I'm like, okay, where's the sand? Where's the sand? <laughs> you know, that would be really funny. Mostly here, actually, personally. I mean, yeah, I I thought it would have been really funny if they did end up giving Lunatic sand powers instead. I mean, the single greatest callback for one character played by... Two characters played by the same actor is in fucking Dragon Prince. And I don't want to ruin it, 
Wiki knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, but oh my dude. god, this scene is incredible and kills me every time I watch it. I still need to watch it. I, I need to watch it so bad. Uh, so we move on uh, to our ratings. Oh, go ahead. What's go ahead, Zerio. Uh, hold on. There's a couple things I want to talk about that kind of uh, catch me off about this show, though. Uh, uh, one thing is just a really small thing, and that's how, how little I believe that nobody else calls Parker Me Bunny, especially when we see him call, uh, when we see Tiger calling him that on TV multiple times. You, his goals would eat that up, would absolutely start calling him Bunny. Yes. yes, that bothered the fuck out of me. Oh my god. No, that's not nitpicky, Zerio. That is accurate. Fuck, I hated the way they said that. The only person who says it right is Cream. And I don't even like Cream. Yeah. He actually says Ouroboros, and then everybody else says Ouroboros. And they say it. I tried to Google how many times they say the word Ouroboros in the show. Because anytime it comes up, yeah. They also say it like Uraburus. Uraburus, yeah. I hated it so much. God. I'm like, also. I'm glad you did. Also, why would you name your organization after the symbol you use? I just thought that was kind of lazy writing. Yeah. Like, you could have been Dragon Circle and I would have liked it more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the symbolism of Ouroboros is, you know, it's a classic one. I know, but then to name your organization after it, dumb. Yeah. yeah. That's what have been like the Akatsuki naming themselves Red Cloud. <laughs> that's fair. I love that. That's the most real, I mean, that's the most realistic statement of the night. Alright, let's go to ratings. Wiki. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8. I'm giving it an eight because uh, I've throughout the entire show, I've, this show had me laughing my ass off, dude. I I thought it was funny shit in a lot of parts. I loved how at the end he was talking about not becoming a hero and going spending time with his daughter, and then in the end he's now the one minute hero, which I thought was funny as shit. I was like, despite this guy, like he's willing to fight till the very last second he's able to get and probably still fight after to be a hero and to save lives. I felt like that was very inspirational. Just there's there's so many like inspirational things and like just good good moments in this show that I thoroughly enjoyed that I think it deserved a name. Um, I gave it a, a seven. I think it's it's a pretty good show. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Tiger pissed me off as how fucking stupid he was most of the time. Yep. The entire plot point of. Um, his daughter being disappointed in him and mad at him was dumb because he could have told her. Or, here's an idea. Move her to the fucking city. Move your mom and your daughter to the city. You're a hero. Buy a house near the city. Don't have to travel like eight hours every time you need to go home. Yeah. Move them. Like, yeah. like straight, it's not like he's been doing that for like two years or even like six months. He's been doing it for at least ten. Yeah. At least. So that also, that means he was doing it before she was born. Yep. <laughs> Why yep. were they living so far away? 
Like, was it just to protect her? Because then he's not raising his own daughter. Like, I, I just didn't like that plot point in general. Also, the ending, I really did like the uh, idea of um, the old dude's name. I can't remember right now. Um, ben? Who the fuck is Ben? The, the taxi? No, the villain. Oh, Maverick. Yeah. Of him oh, just going... Maverick. And just wiping his own memories. Oh, dude, that was lit. that was smart though. I will say that. that was oh, genius. I thought he was like walking out, like wiping everyone's memories. I was like, what the fuck? And then he just turns around and has a dumbass look on his face. I'm like, oh, that's really smart. He's yeah. a potato. But but when they uh, made the he made the comment, Ouroboros will go on. I'm like, of course it will. You said you were working with a crime syndicate. Yeah. Not three people. Yeah. Right. You're not the leader of Ouroboros. Whatever gave you any inclination that he was the leader of Ouroboros? He doesn't have a tattoo. Yeah. He doesn't have anything to do with the main organization. He even says that he worked with them. Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiots. All the heroes were stupid. All of them are complete fucking morons. But overall, I did enjoy the story. And the way it ended really piqued my interest for potential season two. But that show's like 10 years old. Wiki says he has something he wants to say. I'll wait till we're done with the ratings. Okay. But yeah, as of right now, it's a 7. With If there is anything further on the show, it can boost it up, definitely. I give it a 6. Personally, it wasn't... Like I said, I wasn't too big a fan of the show. If there is a season 2, great. Not, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it or anything. But I just... I get what they were trying to do. I truly do. The concept of the show is good. I like the whole idea of having heroes on a TV show and stuff like that. I thought that was fine. Just everything that you pointed out, Frenchie, I agree with. And I just, personally, I just didn't enjoy the show very much. It was honestly kind of a struggle for me to get through it. Not going to lie. I almost decided to take the punishment for it. But I was like, you know what? Last time I did, it was not good for me. So I power through it the fact that you were able to you struggled to watch this but were able to get through sky wizard academy easily i wasn't able to get through it super easily the only reason i was able to get through it as easy as i did was because erica was watching it with me and i was like all right the show was so much better than sky wizard academy it at least had some semblance of a fucking plot facts it had a plot yeah but but i feel like the plot was kind of underwritten at the point where you know like you were saying the heroes are idiots writing is slop kind of sloppy at times. I don't think it's sloppy. I think it's kind of lazy at or certain lazy, points. lazy, excuse me. And the 3D modeling was... But there atrocious. is no writing in fucking Sky Wizarding Academy. Yeah. And that animation is trash. Yeah. Alright, Zerio. What you got? Uh, so I'm in a pretty similar place as French. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Um, when the show started, I... It was the first couple of I was not into it, um, and, uh, you know, when I was texting Wiki, I, I told him, uh, that there's a thing in my head that I do where every time somebody says, as you all know, <laughs> I just tell myself, well, if we all know, you don't need to tell us, uh, <laughs> and they do that a lot, uh, so the, the beginning of the series was really rocky for me, but, uh, I found it really enjoyable, even when, uh, the show, like, wasn't the best written show, it was still, I was still having, like, a good time with it. 
still a superhero show, so it still has fun moments. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very fun show to watch, even if it wasn't uh, all the time a, a great show. So Seven feels very, yeah. very comfortable for me. I would definitely like talk about this show with people. A and, soundtrack, and it's a, it's also. That was what I was going to bring up. Sorry, uh, continue. Yeah, the soundtrack, um, I definitely like the, the opening. The second one uh, I thought was much better. I don't really remember the first one that much now that I'm really thinking about it. But the second opening I liked a lot. Um, and the soundtrack for uh, like the action sequences and all that were really good. Um, so I'd say like an above average soundtrack. I would like to state because that was the other reason I completely forgot all about it until you brought it up. That was the other reason why I gave the show a little lower. I did not like the soundtrack. You just are hating the on the first, show, dude. The first intro, I I won't listen to the first intro because I wanted to at least hear it to get an idea of you know to at least talk about because I know I was talking about a soundtrack. I fucking hated it, man. I did not like it whatsoever. The second one was fine. The first one, I did not enjoy it whatsoever. The outros were... Yeah, I like the second one. The outros were par, but the f- that first intro, oh my god. It was so good. I did not like it. Um, but the, uh, the uh, actual like, soundtrack of the show itself, I, I did like a lot. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, the soundtrack, like, in the show itself was fine, but, yeah, th- that intro, God, I did not like it. There's there's one more thing I wanted to talk about before I brought up the news I wanted to say. I also have something else I want to say. Uh, was, uh, one thing I really liked about the show is that heroes are also, are run by corporations in a way. It's different than anything else we've seen, that they're literally sponsored by corporations to do jobs, and if they don't perform, they get fucking dropped. I think it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and it's it's also realistic of exactly how superheroes would actually, actually work. I thought yeah. it was a really cool mechanic yeah. in the show. It actually kind of reminded me of... It's funny for us to watch this because there was a quote in the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier of, how do you guys even make money? Yeah. Is there like a superhero trust fund? or? And it was like, oh, this, this is how they would actually be in real life. Yeah. Um, so the one thing I wanted to say is the first time that we saw Wild Tiger in the first episode, I thought he was going to be, like, Latino because he looked like an adult version of El Tigre to me. And yeah. if you don't remember who El Tigre I is... I know who El Tigre is. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me he doesn't look like an adult version of El Tigre. You're not wrong. Oh, absolutely. Dude, I know you... Uh, you guys so, ever watched the show Mucha Lucha? Yes. yes. Dude, I love that the show. The Flea yeah. is the greatest. The Flea! Yes. Um... <laughs> One thing that you mentioned I to me... I Yeah, he looks like it. Yeah. One thing you mentioned to me, French, you, when, yeah. we were, uh, when we were hanging out a while back during this time, you did not enjoy the facial hair on Tiger. Oh my god, I fucking hate his beard so much. <laughs> the fact that it doesn't connect uh, bothers the fuck out of me. <laughs> it looks like... Because the worst part is it's intentional. They're fangs, bro! It no. looks so dumb. I think oh it's tight. I think it looks cool. I'm surprised you forgot about that. I just wasn't going to bother bringing it up. I thought it was like two cat heads. I thought it was just dumb. I thought it looked cool. 
I didn't think anything oh of it God. until you told me, French. I was like, fuck, you're right. The fact that it doesn't connect. It looks like he just has, like, a patchy beard, but it's just in two spots. It looks almost like he has, like, melanoma <laughs> right here in two spots. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, and there's some flashbacks where he just has, like, a normal, like, goatee. Yeah. So much better. So, uh, I fucking hate you know just how much of a conscious decision that was. Now I know how Wiki must feel with character's lips. Dude, it, it really fucks with you, doesn't it? The entire show. The entire show. It's all I saw was his fucking little cancer cells. Now you understand. <laughs> um, so you ready for the news? Yeah. Well, so, yes, there's actually, there's two. Two, two bits. Uh, uh, so, uh, Tiger and Bunny gets second season in 2022, right? Hey. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Hey, y'all give me shit all the time. At least yeah, I- I'm giving you shit now, too, because you hate on this show, and it's better than Agretico by far, and Sky Wizarding Academy. Sky Wizarding Academy, I will admit, was a bad choice. Agretico was Also not- a bad choice. To each, is, to each I your own. I don't think that Agretico uh, belongs in the same argument as, uh, as Tiger and Bunny. Uh, I would say Sky Wizarding Academy is more appropriate for that argument, but... Yeah. Sky Wizard Academy is honestly the worst anime I've probably ever seen. I'm, uh, it's definitely the worst anyways, one I've ever assigned. Uh, the official Twitter account of Sun, uh, Sunrise original anime franchise Tiger and Bunny announced on Friday that the anime is getting a second season that will premiere in 2022. The new season is titled, titled Tiger and Bunny 2. And it will tell a new story set after the year... It will tell a new story set after the events of Tiger and Bunny the movie The Rising anime film. There's a movie? There's a movie, also. Is the is movie already out, or is it coming out? I, I, I think it's out already. I can click, I'm going to click the link. Click in the link as we speak. It is loading. It is loading. Uh, premiere date, 2014. Yeah, I was going to say it's already out. Oh, okay, cool. Alright. So I know where I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Alright. Well? Oh my god, he cut his hair. What? Uh, Tiger has a haircut in the movie. Oh, hey, how do you like his... That looks fun. How do you like his goatee? It's stupid still. <laughs> alright. Well, thank you all for listening to us randomly talk about random shit, just like every week. Uh, like always, assignment this week, uh, Akadama Drive. We will talk to you all next week. Wiki, what the fuck are you doing? I love all of you. Thank you so much for listening. You are the best. Are you the fucking scientist from Tiger and Bunny now? Wait, what? Oh, dude, yeah! He was also funny as shit! Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Oh, I hated him. <laughs> good night. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.